Oh, hey, Facebook. I didn't realize that I was already on. Hello, how's it going? Hope you're having a good day. What's going on? We're just getting everybody in, getting my guest in so we can really talk about this, how to manage. Um, okay, so I'm not frozen. Okay, so how to manage um, this, this thing that's happening, right? We have this pandemic and we are trying to work this thing out. And so we're going to talk about it. But first, thank you for joining me tonight. And you know what? I want to talk about my guest. She's absolutely amazing, right? So let me just tell you a little bit of what she does. So she's a social media strategist. She's a brand guru. She's a yoga instructor. She's a blogger, okay, if that's not enough. And then the most important job, she's a mother of three. That right there alone, just that last part is enough. So I want you guys to welcome to Insights with Latrice, Makita Burden. Hey, how are you, Makita? Good. I'm glad that you're breathing. So are the kids still breathing? They're okay. <laughs> they are for now. <laughs> okay. Know. Okay. They're not locked up somewhere. <laughs> no, but we're only on week two. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we got to see how this thing goes, right? Right. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I have you on here because the one thing that I'm seeing, I'm noticing, people are asking me, calling me, um, is the fact that they're asking, how am I managing, how to manage my family life during this crisis, this pandemic? And, you know, I have some answers, right? And, but I was like, let me go to Makita, who is an expert, of organizing her life, organizing her family. You know, the one thing that I share with all of my parents, whether um, mother or father, is you're not alone. Right. Everyone's feeling some type of um, anxiety, some type of feeling overwhelmed. You know, it's going to happen. This is something we've never seen before, nothing we've been through so this is a new normal and to have our kids yeah we have them in the summer but even in that we get to leave we get to you know do different things like that but to actually have to be i don't want to say stuck safe here say that again safe at home is kind of yeah safe good Good word, good word. Safe at home. Yeah. So tell me, um, uh oh. Yeah, why um, not let me on Instagram? <laughs> give me some insight on just that with our parents feeling overwhelmed. Is that normal? It's really normal. And I hesitate to even use that word because this is not normal. Nothing we are doing right now is normal. So I'm even hesitant to use that at all because there is no normal schedule, there is no normal routine, and 
Um, we've been saying a lot, new normal, but it's really not normal. <laughs> it is, it is truly crisis pandemic. So it's not normal. Okay. And so because it, this isn't normal. So having those emotions, the different type of mental health, meaning sadness or, you know, anxiety or feeling overwhelmed or frustrated. Can we just use that word as a parent that sometimes we are frustrated? Is, is that okay? Is that fair? Yeah, frustrated is fair. I've been using the word and a lot, and I've been trying to teach my children to use the word and because you can be disappointed with something and still need to do your schoolwork. You can be sad or frustrated and still need to do X, Y, Z. I'm exhausted and I still need to work. It's it's one yeah. of those things. You can be more I, than one thing. Okay, I like that. So I'm this and that. Basically. Right. So feeling frustrated and overwhelmed doesn't negate the fact that we still have things to do. So you're allowed to be both things. My children are allowed to feel some kind of anxiety about not going back to school because in Kansas, we're not returning to the school building. So they're okay. allowed to feel that kind of anxiety and we still have work to do. So you're allowed to feel both of those, but there are still some things that need to be done. Okay, okay. Makita, do me a favor. Send me another request on Graham. Okay. Because we lost you. Okay, let me go back. Okay. And while you're doing that, hey guys, Kanisha, Katrina, hey, what's going on? Um, Patricia, Carla, what's happening? What are you guys doing? Okay, we are just working this out. And so while we're getting her to join, because I'm on two um, um, platforms, I'm on um, Facebook Live as well as Graham. So you can find me either one, either way. And so, because we're just trying to get this message out and this information, because parents are <laughs> those little humans, right? <laughs> okay, so I like that. And I'm this and I'm that. And that, that is good. So with that, talk to me about this. Your conversations with your kids go like this. Hey, kids, because they're watching the news. They're you know seeing what's going on. They're seeing that, obviously, they can't go anywhere. So what does your conversation sound like? Because the ages are what? They are... Um, well, two of them have birthdays this month, so we're about okay. to figure out how to social distance birthdays. Okay. Uh, add that to my list. So they are 10, 15, and 20. Wow. Okay. So what's that conversation like at home? You know, it is, I try to get them to root in the truth because their social media moves so fast. The older two have social media. And there's a lot of things that get spread quickly that are not necessarily true. And so we've learned a lot in rooting in the truth and people can say things. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And I've used the example of the hoarding toilet paper. It's okay. yeah. the most ridiculous thing I've heard because, and I feel like that started somewhere on social media. Somebody said, we okay. need to do this thing. We okay. are not in a toilet paper shortage. I don't understand it. Right. 
I won't ever. I think maybe an executive at a toilet paper company said, hey, let's put this out there and see how much money we can make in the next Wait quarter. On it. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And so I've shown them. So we have, when I went to a grocery store run and the shelf is completely empty of toilet paper and paper towels and that kind of thing, I've sent them pictures. It was like, so here's the thing. This is completely empty and it's unnecessary. So we need to kind of deal in some truth here at some point. So okay. the conversations go a lot because I'm not trying to shield them from it because obviously they're not going back to school or anywhere. They haven't seen right. my friends, yeah. <laughs> any of them. Yeah. So they're simple conversations and they're also day to day. As we're learning more things about this and getting to know what is happening, they those conversations need to be updated. This isn't just, this is what's happening and that's the end. That's, mm how this works. It needs to be an evolving conversation. Oh, that is awesome. That is, that's really good because I think sometimes it's parents were like, look, here's what it is. This is what we're doing and we're done. But those little people are thinking things, they're feeling, and you know, certain things they are, they're unsure because, right. you know, especially if they have this routine and now it's been interrupted so tell me this with that being interrupted are you as how do i say this uh-oh it instagram doesn't want to be great <laughs> um are you as strong in your disciplinary with what is going on you know i am not as far as schedules are concerned because okay. that's just not a reality. And people on social media, so we're back to the social media being true and not true. People on social media are saying a lot about homeschooling. This is not homeschooling. Homeschooling is a choice for your family. We did not choose this. This was thrown at us. This is, and I've seen social workers say it across, this is crisis schooling. This is not homeschooling. I am not a teacher. I chose not to homeschool on purpose. Okay. So I, oh, wow. I, I didn't even think of it like that because I have heard the term homeschooling the whole time. So th that's good because you do want to separate homeschooling from crisis schooling because you don't want homeschooling to get a bad you know, rep because homeschooling is good. Homeschooling is good for certain families. Right. So, so I like that. Yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of wonderful families and moms who are homeschooling and who are so phenomenal at it and yeah. who blow my mind. I follow them and I'm amazed every single day. But I'm like, this, this is not what we're doing. This is not, this is a crisis. And so for me personally, our schedule has been blown to pieces because I'm still working full time. So I'm working even longer hours than I did before because I work in cell phone technology. It is what we all need. Yeah. <laughs> My cell phone is failing me currently. Yeah. But because that's what I do, my hours are even longer. So there is no regular schedule to keep. So I think parents need to give themselves some grace because you you just it just can't be done <laughs> you can try <laughs> so okay so with that do you try and have some type type of schedule or routine or you just say throw it all out the window no i i do but you have it has to be so individual and i've seen 
so many plans and suggestions coming from teachers and that kind of thing. And I get it and I appreciate it, but it has to be so individual because for me, I, so I'm starting work at 7 a.m. So okay. those kids aren't even up at 7 a.m. <laughs> None of that's taking place. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing to do. So yeah. I, I work for probably two hours or so, and then I stop and I go either make breakfast or I bought, um, you know, the meal prep thing is not yeah. my favorite thing. There is so much cooking. Um, that's a whole nother. <laughs> we'll throw that to another time. Really not meal prep. <laughs> right. And so I'll go make breakfast or at least make sure that there's some cereal down there. There's breakfast burritos they can put in the microwave because they're they're capable. So about right. nine o'clock we start. So for my youngest, they have a morning meeting on um, on Zoom with their teacher. And so I will um, make sure that he's attending that. Okay. And um, for because every schedule is different. But for my junior in college, he's also a college athlete. So he's up before I am because they have a morning workout through Zoom. So okay. he does his morning workout and then they have a mandatory study hall at nine. So they're do, doing two different things. Yeah. And my 15 year old, she sleeps till noon. So okay. her schedule doesn't start until 12. Now, is that OK? Because some parents would be like, oh, appalled. Right. But you said something, you have to do it individually, right? Yeah. Especially right now. Especially right now, because yeah. you have all of the emotions that you are feeling, your children are feeling too. And yeah. parents tend to think that children don't aren't able to feel those emotions. And they absolutely are. Um, they just, they can't do anything about it. So as stuck as we feel, the children probably feel even more stuck because they really are out of control. You know, we are a little bit in control, but yeah, they can't control any of this. Um, Absolutely. And so and then I, for sleep. It, and I think we have to be sensitive to that. And I think we have to be sensitive. This is kind of away from children, but anyone who takes care of maybe grandparents or parents or, you know, we have to be okay with um, switching it up a little bit. And I think this definitely, this crisis has really made us slow down, made mm -hmm. us really be intentional and mindful of what we do right. um, and kind of almost, this kind of sounds crazy because I mean, you know, there's anxiety and the concern, but yet we're not sticklers, right. you know, we're not, we're not sticklers on the schedule. And, and, you know, like you said, your oldest is up before you, but yet your middle child is getting up at noon. Whereas I know you, Makita, everyone would have been up at 6.02 <laughs> downstairs by 7.15. And so it's just made you kind of a little more flexible. Yes. Don't you think? Yes. And I, each child, requires a different mom is what I am getting. There is not one broad stroke for my children. It just is not working. <laughs> and so um, my daughter requires a very calm kind of, we're just gonna figure it out together 
Whereas okay. my, my youngest is okay with the schedule. I'm like nine o'clock, get on your Zoom meeting, 10 o'clock, do your math worksheet, and then you can take a break and play video games or do whatever. He's okay with that schedule. Um, my daughter is not. There are sometimes the communication is so fragile that I just text her. I'm like, here, you read this. When I get notes from her teacher, I send it to her. You read this at your own pace and then we'll do it together. So okay. each child has required a different kind of mom, <laughs> which is... I like that. And I think that's very insightful that you recognize that about each of your children, you know, and not try and just lump them all together because it's like, let's just get this crisis school um, done. And, you know, because I still have work because you are a single parent. And that was something I did not say. Yeah. But let's talk about it because that's just a whole nother level. Right. Yeah. It's difficult in ways that I can't really express because yeah. there is not a partner to tag team with and say, yeah. hey, can you go do X, Y, Z or any of those things? Luckily, my son is 20. So when, you know, the little one on Monday, he wanted McDonald's and like, whatever, go get some French fries. I don't care at all. <laughs> do it. I don't care. Just bless the food and let's call it done. Exactly. So I'm lucky that he has a car and he can drive and he could run and do that while I was working. So that is the plus, but there it's only me doing, doing the crisis schooling. There's only me cooking and those kinds of things. So okay. it is, you have to, um, it's definitely a lesson in control where I have to be in control of my emotions because they're feeding off of me. So, you know, I can have those moments, but I can't yeah. stay in those moments. And that leads me to a question because whether you're a single parent or a um, you have a partner um, that's in the home with you, how do you get that me time? And do you feel guilty having that me time you know, because you're trying to keep your kids balanced, you're trying to, um, you know, pretty much balance their emotions, right? So where does me time come in? You know, I've been calling it survival time for okay. me because if I don't do it, nobody is coming out of this thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love it. That's so true. Yeah. And so even before all of this, I am a huge fan of getting up 30 minutes before the house gets up. That's always been my mode to get things done. Even if I'm just surfing social media, it's my 30 minutes to do whatever I want, have my coffee, that kind of thing. So I'm still doing that. And then sometimes it's 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes it's at one o'clock in the afternoon in my room. So I have, I think it's important to create a space that's for you, whether it's your bathroom, your bedroom, wherever. Um, I've been doing the smallest little things, just a little, a little joy, like behind me, oh, that way, behind me, those little Gerber daisies that I, that I picked up. I'm looking this way because the camera's here, but I see a screen here. So yeah. I'm looking at you, but. <laughs> and so I just picked up flowers. There are super small things that I've been doing that seem okay. completely unnecessary, but are very necessary during this time. So I don't feel guilty because we're all doing the very best we can. So if I'm every day doing the best I can, that is all I can do. That's wonderful. And I like that because you said you'll do little things that ministers to you, that touches you, that fills you up, right? That resets you because you have to be balanced, right? You have to be refined for the next day, right? 
what are some things that you can share with our audience for your children? What are some things that you are doing that, you know, like little projects or give some of those tips, what activities that you're letting them do and participate in? So the, there are a couple things that I did when I realized when they announced that the kids weren't going back to the school building, that um, my daughter has been begging for these LED change color lights with a remote, which I okay. said no. <laughs> I've been saying no for a year. I'm like, that is a ridiculous thing, but I got them. And when okay. I tell you that $20 on Amazon is the best money I've ever spent. <laughs> because Tell me why. What, what was it about that gift at that particular time that ministered to her? I feel like it's managing her anxiety a little bit because the lights change color and the blue and the pinks are so calming. And it's like, had I known that that's $20 lights, I would have done a it year. <laughs> a year ago because she saw it on TikTok or YouTube or one of those things. Okay. It was like, you just want it because it's on TikTok. This is ridiculous. You know, go away. So <laughs> I, I have found that I'm listening more than I did before. Okay. And I think that that's important. So I bought those for her. So I'm kind of, and so not a huge indulgence. I mean, it was $20. I spend that on coffee. Um, yeah. <laughs> or that's least, it right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm kind of letting them find their way as well. Okay. There are some things that they have wanted to do that we haven't ever had time to do. Some projects okay. that they want to explore. My little one, he asked me questions. I'm like, go to your iPad. Let's figure out why that works that way. So whereas I would have just said, I don't know, you know, instead of yeah. I'm asking, I'm asking him to research those things. Um, okay. And, you know, my oldest is 20. And so there's, this is a whole new, I'm kind of managing his adult life and, but he's still a child and that kind of thing. And this is new for him too. He's used to being in a dorm with his team, not listening to me for, for the most part. And, you know, when he leaves and comes back, I'm like, wash your hands. And so he's yeah. like, what is happening? And so I'm actually taking this time with him to teach him money management because okay. this is also a financial crisis for a lot of people. I'm fortunate yeah. that I'm still working. Yeah. But this is, I'm finding it the prime opportunity. And that's a life lesson I probably wouldn't have taught him. Because, okay. you know, he's at college here, he eats at the dorm, he's on scholarship, that kind of thing. I send him a little allowance and we don't really talk about money. And so it's allowed those money conversations to happen. So that has been a real, a real positive. And there are so many resources. Um, I feel like this is the time to dive into what your kids really want to do, what they're really interested in, as opposed to what they have to do for school. You know, there's no mandatory state testing. There's none of that coming down the line. So if it's something they're interested in, my little one loves to code. He loves video games. I'm like, okay. let me figure out how to make a video game. That never would have happened. <laughs> okay, because we're so busy and now we get that opportunity because I tell you, my youngest, Amina, we tapped into this um, virtual class um, training for moguls. Um, youth moguls. Yeah. And so she's learned a lot of business savvy and information. And so you're right. This is definitely the time um, to really tap into those things that normally being busy, as we call it, would not have given us that opportunity. So right. and I'm trying yeah. to 
allow people to allow my children and allow people who follow me on social media to see the realness because there are some days nothing gets done. There are some days the 10 year old plays video games all day and eats McDonald's and I'm okay with that. And I just, there, not every day has to be some kind of perfect day because it's just not reality. So I'm hoping that people are giving themselves grace. And every Sunday I've been making a list and it's usually five to 10 really simple things that I know I can accomplish. And I've been sharing that across my social media. Like these are the 10 things I'm hoping to do this week that are not, you know, work or school related. I'm hoping to do these five things. And if none of those get done, that's okay too. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And let's speak about it really quick um, before I let you go, because I know you still need to get to them three humans, but you said something that just resonated. If, if I stay in bed all day, or if I let them stay in bed, it is okay. It's not the end of the world. You use the word grace. This is the time to allow that grace like never before. Um, So speak to that mom who is frustrated or that dad who's like, no, we got to do this or feels like a failure because they've, uh, you know, didn't get that list done. Talk to talk to me about that. You know, I think it's okay to allow yourself to not be okay. We are not okay. The whole world is not okay right now. So it is the most helpful thing for me is to reach out to someone else because I have been doing these check-ins because sometimes you can think about only you and the crisis that's just right in front of your eyes, which I get. So you're only focused on that, but send a text to three friends. That's what I've been telling my friends who feel overwhelmed. Send a text to three friends, check in. How are you? Hear some of the other stories because that takes you out of your own crisis you want to hear their stories. So giving yourself some grace, but also making sure that on the other side of this, because we are getting to the other side, on the other side of this, you haven't set yourself back. So you want to give yourself grace, but you also want to keep in mind that we are heading to another side of this. So keep those goals in sight. And you know what, I, I think that is so good. And the biggest thing you have to just remind yourself This is not forever, right? This is not forever. It is going to end. There is an end date, an expiration date. And I think, you know, yes, I think it was yesterday. I probably text about 25 people. And all I said was, hey, thinking of you, hope all is well. Because in a situation like this, and they were mostly parents, um, you want to just say, I'm with you. I feel you. I feel your pain. I feel everything that you're going through. I'm going through. You're not alone. And I think that is so important to share that you're not alone. If, if, like we said at the beginning, if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you're feeling um, like you failed, no, no, this is the time to give yourself grace and um, give yourself time. I still believe in self-care. Crisis or not. I'm the self-care queen. You hear me? And so so I think you definitely have to take care of yourself so you can take care of um, your little ones, your humans. And even though they may be 20 or whatever, anyone in your house, I think that is 
that is the key. So one more question for you, Makita. I really appreciate your time. If you can say one last statement, one last takeaway to the listening audience. I know we've talked about a lot. We've covered a lot. You've given some tools, some skill sets that people can incorporate in their daily life. Um, what would that one thing be um, for that parent, whether single parent or not? Speak you know, to that person. I would, I encourage everybody, write it down. Write it all down. Notebook, journal, paper bag, whatever you, whatever you have around. Write it down because these are things that you're going to want to remember. And some things need to come out of your head and on paper so you can move on from them. So whether it's good, bad, grocery list, whatever it is, get it on paper and out of your head because that allows your brain to rest. It allows it wow. to rest. So. No, that, that's good. That is so good. And then I am just as you were saying that I was like, because you do have to rest your brain, your mind, because, you know, and sometimes like I've turned the TV off because all you hear is about the crisis that's happening. And it seems like right now the information that we're receiving every day, it's it gets worse and worse. And so I'm just like, I can't. And then I think that journaling, writing it down um, is, is so important to release that. Right. You know, if you don't have someone to talk to, it's always important to release it, lay it. I, I always say lay it at the feet of Jesus. Right. And so um, so that that's key. And I think we have to share that with our children. And I think it's OK to let your children see how you're feeling, how you're doing. And if that one day you're not doing well, that you share that you, right. you, give, you give that conversation um, and you give your truth. Right. right. You know, because here we go. Here goes that. And again, I'm not doing good. And no, how should I say this? You're not doing good. And we're still going to go through. We're still getting through the day. Right there. Yeah. Right there. What she said. <laughs> Absolutely. That and is everything because that and can change yeah. your life. That and can change your day, your your thought process. That and is everything. Yeah. And so that and afterwards has to be a positive thing, a, a positive confession. Makita, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom. Tell everyone where they can follow you. What um, platforms are you on? Um. I'm on everything um, at all, all things Makita. Um, my personal Facebook page doesn't really do a whole lot, but my fan page, I hate that term, but my fan page is active. So all things Makita across whatever social media you're on. Perfect. And you blog too. I do. Um, all things Makita.com. <laughs> so. It's amazing. Just your insight and the information that you provide. Um, it, People, if you think this was good, she's a writer too. We need to really just add that to, <laughs> to, to your resume. Right. She's an author, a writer. I'm telling you, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and also follow me. If yeah. you don't follow me on Graham, please follow me. Um, we, I, I'm just as silly on Graham as I am Facebook. <laughs> so it's Trice Kabuya. Um, 
Makita, thank you so much um, for your time. And um, I appreciate the insight that you've given our audience. Of course, anytime. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.